Welcome to the Synergy Thrive Podcast. I'm Kelly Cole, founder of Energy Thrive Tribe and creator of Synergy Thrive Academy. This is a podcast for ambitious moms who are tired of feeling like a lack of energy and constant stress that's preventing them from fulfilling their highest purpose. What if all the pieces you need to make that happen reside within you? Connecting the spirit, your brain, your body, your gut, and your mind creates a balance and synergy to thrive. Here is to thriving women. May we know them, may we be them, may we raise them. This is the Synergy Thrive Podcast. Hello, my gorgeous thriving soul. Today, we're talking about listening to the messages of your body. So your body is just one component and it's a vessel here. And in the middle of the five things that we think are the most crucial to be able to thrive, the synergy that happens when we're doing our best to pay attention to our mind, our brain, our gut, our spirit, and our body are all the building blocks that we can have to be able to go forward and thrive. And that's what we're doing today. So today we're going to start talking about our bodies. Our bodies are the external things that are here, but there's so much going on inside that we always kind of forget that this is really just a vessel for all the things that happen. They are their own entity. They're responsible for making all of these biochemical reactions. And we've talked about so much of that when we're talking about the gut and the brain and the very hard, concrete, biochemical evidence of these things. But there's also a lot that goes on that's lost in our neural network. And there's a lot that goes on that's driven by emotion. And so there's so much of that to talk about today. And the basics here are really that we want to listen. When our bodies are having these things that start to pop up for us, pains and discomforts, our tension, um, GI discomfort or upset stomachs. And these are really messages for most of us that we need to pay attention to. And in the world that we live in, it's go, 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 and I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy, and I'll be fine, and push through, and a lot of that does not lead into what's happening. Why is that happening? Why am I hurting here? And uh, that's kind of what is the discussion for today. So listening to that message, listening to your body, and when your body's trying to tell you something, that you're opening your ears, opening your heart, and having it open open conversation so that you can start to understand for yourself what we need to do, right? Um, There is a book that I read that was incredibly illuminating to me. It was called The Body Keeps Score. And um, this book, it it was written by a person who was in the position to be able to do a lot of clinical research. He had tons and tons of specific examples about trauma specifically and how trauma shows up in your body and how it was manifesting for certain people. So a lot of times when we're thinking about it this way, we don't say, oh, you know, I'm having trauma. It's coming out in this way. No, that's not what we say. We say, I'm so tense and I throw up sometimes. And that's really how it shows up. It shows up in these physical manifestations. And so the ways that we are able to deal with this 
Um, they're much the same ways that if we're supporting ourselves from a standpoint of wellness and we're trying to sleep well, we're trying to eat well, we're drinking and getting lots of hydration, all of those things are so good for your body, right? So good. But there's some pieces that if we neglect and we really don't do that, it starts to impact other areas. So one of the things is just simple. Um, if you think about garbage in, garbage out, we're putting maybe garbage in if we're not eating that great, but the garbage might get stuck, right? So our body, the part of the function within our gut and our body functions are elimination. We're supposed to get rid of some of those extra things, some of the chemical processes and extra hormones. We're supposed to be able to get rid of them. But if we're not drinking enough, we're not voiding enough, and if we're not having really good bowel habits and gut health, then instead of excreting the things that are supposed to be leaving our body, it might just sit there and reabsorb like estrogen in our body, for example. Instead of getting out and doing what it's supposed to do by leaving, uh, your body purposefully gets rid of that. And it's supposed to leave through the intestine. But if you're not going to the bathroom every day like you're supposed to be, what is that going to do? It's actually going to reabsorb and going to recirculate and re-enter into a pathway and that it's already been told to go. Go, go. It's told to go, but it doesn't go because you're not going. <laughs> so that is one small example. Another small example is through movement and movement leads into a discussion on exercise and sweating too. So sweating, if you're talking simply about the act of your body having these pathways to be able to let things go and leave, then we're also talking about sweating. Sweating is very important. It, all of your glands in your body, it's meant to be able to release these things and have this release and exit of stuff, heavy metals, hormonal um, distributions. They're all able to leave through sweat gland. But if you're not sweating, then it's not happening. And I mean, there's people that if they break a sweat, they're like ticked, okay? Like, oh, I, did, I had to sweat today, you know? And sweating, it goes into the whole physiology of people that are just in love with exercising. And it's part of that endorphin release and it makes you feel really good um, once you're more in the comfort zone of letting it happen, right? So in the beginning, just like in the beginning of exercise, if you're struggling a little bit or you haven't exercised in a while and you're trying to do it again, it just doesn't feel good. It's not comfortable. It's an edge that you don't want to step on. And you're like, oh, this is this again. This is why I don't do this. I remember now. But then once you get over that hump and you let it keep going, it feels really good. And when you get into that really good zone, if you're a person who likes high intensity workout or those really deep stretches that can happen with yoga, there is relief that happens there. And yoga, even though it's not a high intensity workout, it is an amazing workout for being quiet, for being able to center yourself, for balance and um, strength and flexibility. So all of those things to go together. I sweat when I'm doing yoga, standing in one position, trying to hold a pose. That is um, inducing of sweat for me and for a lot of people. So Anyway, that release that comes with it, it's huge. Um, movement in general can also be a form of trauma relief. So if you look at something very simple like 
an attack for, you know, let's say you're watching National Geographic and you're watching um, a lion chase an antelope. So it goes, it chases, and the antelope runs, doesn't get caught, and then keeps going. And you'll see that there are certain animals that will do certain things. They'll shake. They'll have that moment where they kind of shake it off, and then they reset and they keep going. This is the piece that is missing from something in um, culture or biology that we haven't like tapped back into yet, but we have every ability. When we're moving our bodies, when we're dancing, when we're doing exercise, this is all a form of stress release, yes, but it also, it resets something for us that I think is probably a primal continuation in evolution that we are kind of getting disconnected from in our modern day lives, but it is important. And so having the moment of a reset, if your body is telling you these things, these are all ways that you can start to listen to the messages of your body and start to tune in to be able to say, okay, I'm going to try to make sure that I am sweating, that I am going to the bathroom, that I am getting movement and function. And um, that these are all ways to listen to your body to make it feel better. How about, um, give me any example, right? I will tell you one thing that I know for sure is people will always dissociate um, certain things that they don't, they'll explain them away and they don't want to acknowledge that it might be a message that you need to listen to. And so one of those, if you have a bellyache, for example, I know for me, belly aches and emotional distress are interlinked. And for some people, they might not be. Maybe that displays um, in a different way for them. Maybe they get severe tension in their shoulders or something of that nature. But I know even as a child, if I was upset about something, it made my stomach hurt. If I got into a fight with a friend or, you know, middle school drama, like that kind of stuff, my stomach would hurt. I couldn't sleep that night and my stomach hurt. So that's usually what happened. Um, in a very extreme, probably the most extreme um, example that I've ever had of this, and this is a little bit of a sad story, but I know that at my father's funeral, I wanted to do the eulogy. But I also knew that in that pre-time, before the service started, I had to talk with everyone. I had to greet everyone. I had to be there. And I couldn't allow myself to flip that emotional switch yet because I really wanted to just do my eulogy and to be able to honor him in that way. And I knew I couldn't do that if I got very emotional. And so I was needing very much so to just let myself cry and just kind of go there. But I wasn't allowing it to happen because I felt like I wasn't going to be able to get through my eulogy if I did. And once I sat down and I was about to go up, I had the most intense muscle spasms that were, I mean, worse probably than the beginning of childbirth coming from the underside of my back all the way up my back, all the way up my back and repeatedly happening. And I had no question in my mind what that was from or what that was trying to tell me. I knew, I knew that it was from an emotion that I was not allowing to be expressed. And as soon as I got up, I did what I did. I said my eulogy and I got to do that. And I got to sit back down and I just let myself cry after that. And I let it out. It was gone. And that was it. But I know too that I'm in touch with 
what's going on with my body. And so if you're in this place where you're having pains, you're having discomfort, you're having tensions that occur, or you're having the GI distress, it's always worth it to go into curiosity mode, okay? You don't have to go into fix-it mode because you might not know what to fix yet. But it's really important to just say, my body is telling me something and I just want to ask what it is. If you don't know what it is, ask it. Be like, what is this? Um, resting, allowing yourself to rest and allowing some quiet time. Those are the moments, and we talked about this a little bit when we were talking about thinking for your highest self, we're talking about the brain and sometimes your brain just really benefits from a little bit of quiet time and white space. And in those moments, these are the types of answers that might come. If you're really distressed and you're feeling like you're having this, all these um, symptoms and messages that you're like, what, what is it? Those are the times. Be very intentional. Let yourself have quiet moments and see what comes through. The other way to be able to start to lean in on this and open yourself to it are through just sitting and having that time that you're thinking literally what's going on with me and do a body scan what's what we call it so you start at the very top of your head how does my head feel how do my ears feel how does my neck feel how do my shoulders feel and you go all the way down and you identify any areas that you feel are not perfect for you right now and you might have an injury or you might have something that's very obvious in a physical way that's going on for you. But if that's not the case and you're getting these pains and discomforts and tensions, then go through, go head to toe and just ask yourself, what doesn't feel great? You can do some journaling around it. Okay, I'm holding this tension all the way through my neck and my shoulders. And if I'm thinking about it, um, can I work it out? Can I move in certain ways to try to release it? And can I also ask myself, why is it there? Sit down and get for real with yourself about what is this and what's making that happen and how can I make it feel better? Writing to yourself, you can write down on a piece of paper, um, shoulders, like here's to my shoulders. I need to understand how I can move differently every day, how I can sit differently and how I can start to be on this path of relieving this tension from my shoulders. I don't want that there anymore. What is it from? And if you're getting into what is it from, then you can go down the path of how can I start fixing those things that are causing this, right? It's always the talk. So asking yourself, what is this? Um, the bottom line for this whole discussion of this whole conversation is that if you're having these things pop up, usually it starts as a tiny tap, right? It's like, this doesn't feel great. What is it? And then if you continue to try to ignore it and push it down and just uh, put, you know, more ibuprofen on top of it or whatever and just keep plowing through, you might be missing something that's big. You might be missing something that you need to address and you're not giving it the time of day. And usually when that happens, it will continue to grow. It will get louder and it will be to the point where you won't have a choice. Um, that's how that goes, right? We've seen it over and over again, and it ends up in a physical manifestation, an emotional manifestation. It will have its way. You have to listen what your body is saying certain things. And so open your mind, open your heart to it. And really, it's for you. You're trying to connect down to your spirit, down to yourself to say, what's going on with me here? 
And how can I help? How can I help myself? Because I want to be better. For all of us here that are listening to this podcast, this is because we are in the place where we are doing shit, okay? We have shit to do. We don't have time. And I get it. We don't have time to be sick or to feel bad and to have these like disruptive things. But what will happen to all your ambitions and all of your biggest plans if you're totally taken out? What will happen then? And so it's almost the flip. It's the, almost the reverse. You can't afford not to take your time and to listen to yourself and to take that moment and journal it out. Ask yourself, move it out, work it out, dance it out, sing it out, meditate it out. Do whatever it is that gets you to that place where you have an understanding of what's going on for you and that you're ready to address it. This could open up a whole Pandora's box, and especially if it's more emotional in nature. I really recommend that if you do feel like you're walking down that road and it's getting into worse territory, it's making things worse for you by asking those questions, go to a therapy, go to a place, go to a person who's more skilled than what you're walking into to be able to help you through, to be able to guide you down that road and um, get you into a place where you can actually work through it and compartmentalize it and integrate it back into what you know as a healed space and go forward. So this is really on the tiniest level. This is as much as why are my shoulders hurting and can I feel better when I wake up in the morning? And on the big giant level, it is how can I be my absolute rock star self to get into the place where I know I'm meant to be, to fulfill everything that is meant for me in this life and to be the example for my children and for my children's children who are looking up to me in this way that says, I know mommy did this and so I'm going to do that. I know grandma did that. I'm going to do that and rock on into yourself and the next generation for being able to fulfill your highest purpose in this life. Today, I wish for you to see beauty in the smallest thing. Thank you so much for joining us. And I hope you are listening to all the messages of your body today. Thank you for joining us on the Synergy Thrive Podcast. I hope this episode helped you take one more step towards your synergy and brought you one level higher to fulfilling your highest purpose. Please rate and review this podcast. Each review helps other ambitious moms just like you. Don't forget to take a screenshot of your review and tag me on Instagram at Synergy Thrive. I will see you in the next episode.